Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. So tell me what you learned when you were in Egypt about the ancient Egyptians' belief regarding hearts. Well, you know, the, in all the tombs that I visited in some of the different temples, there was this judgment scene that kept uh, being painted over and over and sculpted. And it was a scene of uh, this heart being weighed. Hmm. You know, it's very interesting because in the mummification process, they would take the vital organs out and right. put them in these jars called canopic jars. Except the heart, because they believed that the heart in the judgment for the afterlife had to be weighed in an actual scale. Oh, wow. And if your heart was heavy, then you would go to a whole different place in the afterlife mm-hmm. that if your heart was clean. And it didn't weigh much. Oh, so if it was light, then you would go to a good place. Yes, but that meant that you didn't have a heavy heart because you had brought to light things that you needed to confess. I see. What happened to those with the uh, the heavy heart? Well, there was this horrible looking god in in the scenery there uh, mm-hmm. that had a hippopotamus. Uh, mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. and he would eat that heart. Oh, he would eat the heart. Yes, and it's, uh, I thought it was very interesting how we get from our culture this heavy heart uh, mm-hmm. um things we say that that person has a heavy heart. Yeah, well, you can say that about someone who is sad, but also a heart that is weighed down by cares or by sin. You yes, know? or things that they have not confessed or things right. that are uh, making them anxious or, or whatever. And and they had this, uh, you know, this is 4,500 years ago, the wow. things that I was visiting, and they had this depicted everywhere in, mm-hmm. in the tombs and everywhere that if you had a heavy heart, that meant that it was not clean, that it was something was right. in there. Well, you know, we're talking today about something that Jesus said about about our hearts and about what goes in, what comes out, and what uh, what makes a heart clean and what makes it heavy or or unclean. And this is all a part of the the overall narrative that we've been reading here from uh, Mark chapter six and seven. Uh, this long discourse on bread and hearts and and hypocrisy and yes, everything. Yes, it's else. very interesting because usually the religious people look like. They were ceremonially clean, Mm -hmm. but Jesus was always condemning them, saying, you look clean, but your heart is not clean. And so they came to Jesus in yesterday's program saying, yeah, but your disciples are eating bread with unwashed hands. And so Jesus exposes their motives. Mm -hmm. And then he calls a crowd um, to himself and then does this discourse on what is really clean and what is unclean as far as the heart of man is concerned. Chapter 7 of Mark. Verse 14, and after he called the multitude to him again, he began saying to them, listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside the man which going into him can defile him, but the things which proceed out of the man are what defile the man. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. So what Jesus is saying that is is the things that you're putting inside your body, mm-hmm. they may uh, harm you uh, health-wise, well, sure, sure. but morally... The things that are make you unclean morally are mm-hmm. the, the, the the things that come out of you, the, the thoughts, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. the passions, the desires are coming from inside out. Mm-hmm. That makes you impure or unclean. Yeah, the, the desires of your heart. And usually those are really revealed in moments of crisis, mm-hmm. uh, in moments when your guard is down, and then you really begin to see what, what's going on inside the heart. But I think that even better than that, you'll just see a general trend in the in the behaviors of people and the choices mm. that we make. And he's saying that those are the things which give evidence of what's going on inside. It's not so much what you eat or drink, although, you know, there's a value to watching those things. The the main thing has to do with we, we can tell who you are and what's going on inside of you by, by watching the trends because it's going to come out of your heart. You know, it's very interesting because this comes out of that uh, dialogue with the Pharisees that we talked about yesterday. And if you remember... Remember, Jesus had quoting from Isaiah in chapter 7, verse 6. He had said, These people honor me with their lips, but mm-hmm. their hearts are away from me. So they look like they're honoring me, but really their hearts are not with me. And he says, In vain do they worship me, and they teach his doctrine precepts of men, because they look religious, but their hearts are mm-hmm. heavy. Because they're heavy, they're heavy they, their hearts are not clean. And maybe we can look at the Old Testament quotation where this comes from in in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 13, then the Lord said, because this people draw near me with their words and honor me with their lip service, but they remove their hearts far from me, and their reverence for me consists of tradition learned by rote. So, it's just a matter of what we've learned, what we've memorized, we can say the right words, but when it comes right down to it, sometimes our behaviors give give us away. You know, uh, I have come in my walk with the Lord to understand a lot of things by the way my heart feels. You know, when uh, I have this covenant with God that when I lose my peace in Mm -hmm. my heart, I'll uh, I'll stop everything I'm doing and trying to find out what happened. Why did I lose my inside peace? Mm -hmm. Because when my heart is heavy, something is really wrong. But you know, that only happens if you've been walking in the Lord, because sometimes that that heart feeling can be misguiding. But when you spend your time with Jesus, when you've made a a commitment to Him and surrendered to Him, He's promised, I will give you the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, He begins to change your thoughts, your attitudes, where you begin to think God's thoughts and feel God's feelings, and so that when something that would disturb God happens, you will be disturbed as well. And I think that that you're right, that when that uh, happens in our lives, we're able to trust that heart and that lack of peace and recognize that there's something amiss here. I've got to deal with this. Yeah, see, if I have an unconfessed sin that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. I absolutely have a terribly heavy heart. Right. And I can't be like a like a vessel, you know, like a, like I'm not light within me. Mm-hmm. And and I need to do something about it immediately because I, I lose my peace. You know, th- that is a, a, um, a sensitivity of conscious, uh, conscience that I think all of us need to have. And the closer we come to Jesus, the more that's that's going to be the case. He's the one who speaks to your heart, and he won't let anything be there that that is going to rob you of peace because his desire for you is that you have that peace. Absolutely. He wants you to have the light heart. Mm -hmm. And so, when he's done with uh, going back to Mark chapter 7, the disciples start asking him exactly what does this mean? So, in verse 17, uh, they ask him, can you tell us a little more about this? Yeah, and when leaving the multitude, he had entered the house, his disciples questioned him about the parable, and he said to them, are you so lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the man from outside cannot defile him because it does not go into his heart, but into his stomach and is eliminated? Uh, thus, he declared all foods clean. Okay, and, let's let's yeah. make a statement here. Yeah. Uh, see, remember that the Jews had a very specific laws of what was clean and unclean. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of these laws are in Leviticus 11. 
Now, what Mark is saying here parenthetically is that foods don't have the moral value. They might not be clean for your health. Right. But that if you think you're being clean because you're observing all the ceremonial laws and you take that as your clean heart, Mm -hmm. you have missed the fact that foods don't have moral values. They might have health values and other type of values, but that your morality comes from within. Right. In fact, if you look at the the laws there in Leviticus 11, you'll find that there are health studies which really support some of those premises. Absolutely. And so, that's not what he's talking about at all. What he is talking about is let's let's not attach a moral value to this. Correct. The moral value comes with your love for people and your love for God and your obedience and to God. And then he's going to explain that farther. Jesus himself will say, what is it that defiles? Yeah, in verse 20, it says, and, as, uh, and he was saying, that which proceeds out of the man is that which defiles the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, produce the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murderers, uh, adulteries, Deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. I think it's really interesting how many times Jesus um, just opposed religion mm-hmm. with um, spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really believe in religion, and I'm a pastor of the Seventh-day Adventist Church because I believe in organized religion. Right. But I have realized that religiosity mm-hmm. many times takes over, and people become um, exactly this, you know, counting how many things you're eating, what you're supposed to do, what are the rules, what are the regulations, and inside they don't have peace, they don't have, um, you know, and I've been there myself, so I know exactly what I'm talking about. And there's, there's always a danger of all of us falling back into that, and the danger is to confuse religiosity with spirituality Mm -hmm. and then to try to measure a relationship with Christ by the list of things that we do and don't do, by the list of things that we eat and don't eat or drink and don't drink. And some of the most obnoxious people that I've ever met are people that are very healthy in their eating habits and in the the way that they want to keep rules and regulations. And I have nothing against that other than they're obnoxious because of it. Well, the obnoxious part comes when they associate that those standards with uh, spirituality, yes, and mm-hmm. this is a requirement for you to go to heaven or mm-hmm. to be a spiritual person. Correct. That's when it becomes very obnoxious and painful. Today, I want to talk specifically to those of you that really have a heavy heart, because maybe some of these uh, things in this list uh, are part of your past. Maybe you have been an adulterer, or had evil thoughts, or, or fornicator, or, or have, have uh, stole from somebody. Jesus here is saying that this is coming from the heart, and He is the only one that can lift up this weight. He's the one that can give you a light heart. And He does that as we acknowledge what we've done. We confess it before Him. Then He cleanses our heart. He takes away the sin. He takes away the stain. He says, you are forgiven. Your sin is carried away. And that is what gives you the light heart. Further, He also removes the sin from you so that you don't desire to do that anymore. He can change your heart and your heart's desires. If you are in this place, uh, pray with us the prayer that says, Dear Lord, today I give you the weight in my heart. I confess my sin. I want to be your child. Please take this away from me. And we guarantee you that Jesus Christ will give you freedom and your heart will be light. He has promised it. He will remove your sin. He will change you from the inside out. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook 
at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.